0: This next episode of Love Your City podcast contains references to sex trafficking and sexual abuse and trauma and may have some triggering effects.
1: Welcome again to the Love Your City podcast. Uh, Tisha, it's good to see you.
0: Thank you, Sam.
1: Uh, This is our second interview, second part in this four-part series of the interviews you did in Uh, DC for the...
0: At the Global Summit to End Sexual Exploitation. That's it. That's the one.
1: What I love about uh, this interview, Tisha, is how you interviewed one man about his own struggles with pornography. And as you say in the interview, interwoven with so many other struggles. Um, and that'll come out in the interview. But um, what I really liked about this is that it, it gave a uh, story and testimony to and, and connecting it to the bigger picture of a rally and a, and a campaign like City Free From Porn. Mm. This is what we want to see happen. Um, and, and the rally and the big picture is never removed from an individual story.
0: Yeah, no, mm. we're not going to get a City Free From Porn if people don't get healed Yeah. and whole. And um, as we've said many times, uh, porn is just as much in the church as yeah. outside of the church. And uh, we need many types of groups that can heal and restore people uh, very much. We've, in fact, um, a guy in my church has just been to such a group over the weekend. And he said the six other guys in his group all um, talked about their issues with porn and struggles. And these are just your regular guys in church. So, um, yeah, we've got to find ways to help people. (laughs) Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what I love about this interview as well, which comes out of just about every interview you did in DC, and I'm sure out of every st- for, for a lot of the stories that are told, that uh, Ben uh, mm. Be- Ben Bennett, who mm. works with Josh McDowell Ministries, um, he's he's talking about how his experience has now informed his ministry. Mm. So it wasn't enough for him just to get personal healing. Mm. Uh, God's using him now to um, to bring healing and restoration to so many other. Yep. Particularly men uh, in th- through his influence, so yeah. that that's a that's a brilliant f- thing that features across all these interviews actually, which is great.
0: Mm. And lastly, th- something that stood out to me was just that he said that um, your brain can be totally healed. Um, mm. You kind of think after a fourteen year porn addiction, you're always that way bent, and I'm sure you know you've still yeah. got to be careful, but. Um, he talked about the mechanics of the brain and how it, it is moldable and how, you know, when you've been off it long enough, um, your brain does restore. And uh, yeah. yeah, I just found a lot of hope from what he said. Um, for people who have or are struggling, mm. uh, there, there's hope uh, yeah, out brilliant. there.
1: That's a good thing to take into this uh, interview with uh, Ben Bennett. Um, we won't be back after this. We're just we're just giving mm. a bit of an intro, but enjoy uh, Tisha's interview with, uh, with Ben.
0: Well, we want to welcome... Uh, Ben Bennett to me uh, today. Do you get called BB at all?
2: Benny B sometimes, Okay. but mainly Ben Bennett. People (laughs) like to say it, it kind of rolls off the tongue smoothly.
0: That's a a good name. Um, We're both here at the um, Coalition to End Sexual Exploitation. You're from Dallas, I'm from Australia. Mm -hmm. We kind of saw each other yesterday in a meeting and um, I thought I want to have a chat to... Um, you work with the Josh McDowell Ministries, tell us a bit of what you do there.
2: Yeah, Josh McDowell Ministry, yep, so I'm a speaker and author with Josh McDowell Ministry, which is a ministry of Crew, formerly called Campus Crusade uh, for Christ, and uh, I get to also head up a national youth initiative called Uprising, which is about helping youth overcome struggles, understand their story, some of the things they've been through, understand um, different things they get caught in like pornography, shame, self-image, uh, anxiety, depression, how mm-hmm. all of that affects the brain and yeah. how they can overcome those things.
0: Wow, so uh, quite a light job you have there, really, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what got you into this work?
2: Yeah, so it's all deeply rooted in my story uh, of just growing up and um, not really knowing My worth, my value dealing with mental health issues like anxiety, OCD, depression, Tourette's, out-of-body experiences by the age of eight, and just feeling so so alone and shutting down at an early age, um, suicidal thoughts, just not having really anyone to talk to, Um, experiencing a lot of, uh, I would say distance from my, my parents, um, anger from my dad, bullying from friends, uh, just being very lonely yeah. and learning how to survive that and cope with that at an early age, then eventually getting caught in a porn addiction, mm-hmm. a lot of body image stuff, a food addiction, just all kinds of craziness. And yep. um,
0: so, so was porn um, something you stumbled across or something you went after? in the midst yeah. of we all your um, other issues
2: like like most kids wasn't something that I knew about or sought out but was introduced to okay. by yeah. by friends and quickly got hooked on that and heavily addicted and um knew what was wrong just growing mm-hmm. up uh in in the church and but uh it got a hold of me and yeah. uh, no matter how hard I tried to stop going back to it seemed like I couldn't yeah. So yeah
0: so, uh, a constant battle I'm facing um, in our work is is particularly guys, porn addicted guys, probably saying that, that there's nothing wrong with porn, it's our yeah. right, everyone watches it. You know, what were some of the side effects for you um, in your addiction?
2: Yeah, well, a lot of shame. Yeah. Um, just already, f- you know, initially uh, I thought that, well, initially porn gave me this high, this kind of escape from all the other things I was dealing with, but it quickly just... Made everything worse hmm. you know it it led to even more shame um, I already hated myself, so it just made me hate myself even even more um, took up so much of my time uh, yeah. led to even even more shame uh also impacted my relationships with other people. Hmm. Uh, so the more shame I felt, the more I got caught up in it, the yeah. more I distanced myself and hid from other people, okay. the more I viewed um, women, ha- had struggle, struggles in my relationship with women, struggled to make eye contact, struggled to not have wild thoughts yeah. about them, yeah. um, started isolating even more from women, and then, uh, yeah
0: so how many years of your life was this um?
2: yeah that was from the age of 12 to 24 okay wow. it's about 12 years
0: yeah that's a fair chunk of, yeah. <laughs> of that so how I mean what was how did you get free really
2: yeah yeah so coming up on six years of sobriety or freedom yep. and um, yep. haven't been back to it uh, it really started um, when I hit my version of rock bottom, when um, through years of struggling, off and on, failed promises to stop. Um, I didn't, Mm. I I mean, even throughout those years, I I didn't want it to be part of my life. Mm. But then when I graduated college, I started thinking about the future and where I wanted to be and thought much more about my future I get married one day, have a family one day, um, future family, not wanting to bring this into that. And also realizing, man, I'm not just struggling, but I know so many of my friends are struggling too. And I want to help other people. So, um, it finally got to this moment of enough is enough. Things have to change and there's no going back. And that's when I, um, decided to get help and entered into a recovery process and hmm. lots of counseling with a certified mm-hmm. sex addiction therapist mm-hmm. and started to really understand my story yeah. and the deeper things at work yeah. and how not just the the porn issue but so many other issues were connected to this this deep hurt that I had and yeah. sense of loneliness and
0: yeah and that's a key because most it's never just um, I'm just watching porn there's like any addiction <laughs> a reason yeah. why a hole that we're trying to fill in our life and um, yeah. and it's just not that simple as just stop watching really yeah is it so what I mean what have been some of the things that you've been able to fill your life with um, you know that helped you get free
2: yeah one of the most important ones was making the decision to no longer be isolated yeah. um, and to go through periods of time where I was just hiding from people and how I was really doing, but committing to relationships where, um, a, a friends where we were doing life together and talking about the real stuff that we were experiencing and how we were stressed and the different coping behaviors we had consistently throughout the week. So I knew I could no longer go like several weeks or a month without telling somebody how I was really doing. And I knew yeah. that I would be texted, that somebody would call me because they want to talk about how they're doing because we're, you know, fighting mm-hmm. this issue together. Um, so that was part of it. Uh, and and that has, has continued having those um, healthy relationships where I'm known and, and loved. Yeah. Um, rather than feeling unknown and hurting and coping with it, uh, I- instead... Having those supportive relationships where I'm um, experiencing healthy choices and yeah. the rewards of those rather than yeah, the unhealthy.
0: And just before we started recording, you were saying that you were on the keto diet. Yeah. <laughs> to which I commented, you don't need to be on a diet because you look fit and healthy. Um, Thank but you. you said you've just lost 120 pounds.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So good grief. <laughs> yeah well, why or how um, um what well, was the putting on weight part of yeah the issue okay yeah
2: in uh let's see in late high school early college just compulsive eating uh, eating a lot of junk and overeating became just one more way to cope and to numb the hurt that uh, and the shame that i had in life and just That was out of control for years Hmm. and I I tried crash diets and and whatnot and working out really hard but nothing really seemed to last over time and uh, as I um, after I graduated college started going through a recovery process lots of counseling as I started to uh, understand my deep hurt the shame I had the lies I believed about myself and to see those go away and to as I was had new new thoughts and new neurological pathways and, uh, and a new normal of operating and thinking about myself um, yeah. and new ways of responding to stress reaching out for help processing that engaging with mm-hmm. other people rather than going to porn or eat, overeating or, or yeah. whatever that was um, the desire for all the food and whatnot slowly began to to go down. And that's been a process because yeah. it's, it's taken five years, I think, now to, to lose that 120 wow. pounds. But I had gained over 100 pounds just from the compulsive eating and whatnot.
0: Wow. Were there times in the last six years where you've just wanted to give it all up and say this is far too hard?
2: <laughs> Specifically with eating because... Uh, yeah. um, some of that food is just looks so good all, all the time.
0: Especially when you live in America, there's yeah, uh, no yeah. shortage of fatty food, is there?
2: Yeah, <laughs> the American-sized food compared to yeah, oh man, when I was over in Australia, the Macca's or yeah. Hungry Jacks, that's it. The everything is small, so much smaller and, and soda. more expensive. The sodas like this yeah. big. <laughs> um, so particularly with food, that that um, struggle. Uh, was, um, lo- I would say longer, longer lasting than, than with porn, been yep. free for six years now. But, mm. um, the, the food relearning what it means to, to eat healthy and, um, to be, well, a lot more strict with my eating. Mm. Uh, but with, with porn, I would say because I quickly, um, Got involved in the fight and was involved in helping others and then I just was receiving more and more opportunities mm. to speak mm. to write to lead more mm. people to through healing mm. because I was constantly caught up in um, more and more opportunities the reward was just so great of seeing my story used to help other people yeah. um, that there wasn't really much of a thought of of backing out, or at times I think I thought, well, I can't really go back, or I can't really back out now. Too yep. many people are depending on on the the help um, that I get to to give. So,
0: yeah, no, it's, it's the accountability, yeah, <laughs> helps. and the higher, yeah, the more the responsibility, the harder the fall, yeah, um, really. So. What would you say to an 18-year-old Australian guy or girl? We you know yeah. women struggle as well. Absolutely. Who um, you know have been addicted for the last 10 years of their life. What would you say to them?
2: Yeah, I would say that um, it can get better. It can go away completely. Um, to take it one day at a time. To get help. To and really, to find the right resources that deal with this issue holistically, um, that talk about the brain and how the brain has been wired, that talk about the deeper um, hurt that is probably going mm. on, yeah. um, the the ways that porn has become a substitute for what we actually need, which is connection and to be known and loved and to love ourselves. Yeah, um, and that. I think one of the lies we believe is that this is going to be a struggle. I'm going to struggle with some kind of sexual issue until I die or that it's always going to be so tempting and never get better. But um, the way our brains work, we can actually be so transformed that we get to a point where it's almost as if we never struggled with it. Um, The temptation goes down or or the things that used to trigger us no longer do. And that's a physical change in our brain and you can actually be truly free and walk in freedom and never go back to it not that you're um that you have to be perfect or anything like that but I, i think we don't hear very many stories of of what actually is possible that's it and um and that's it's it's so freeing to get to live into that and to be free of the shame and and rewarding to help others. And so many people are, are hurting because they're trapped in this and they've lost hope and lost um, sight of their, their purpose. And there's such a huge opportunity to get help yourself, to find freedom and then to, to help others. And it's so rewarding.
0: Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Well, thank you for your time. Yeah, and, uh, and your story, and um, yeah, just the message of hope um, that there is help and opportunity, and and the ability to fully recover. I think um, that's a really important. Absolutely. Statement. So yeah. enjoy the rest of the conference.
2: Thank you. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. for having me.